Rookies and Rockstars, yes, that's the time for today. It's uh, Rookies and Rockstars. And today it's just the two of us. Just the two of us. Well, I know. Miss Prue, we hope you feel better. Yeah. Sorry. But it's all good. It's all good. You know what? She could just be suffering from a really long birthday week since it was her 30th last week. So. That could be true, Cole. So, yeah. So, she she could be under the weather, but she could also just be hanging. <laughs> we're not going to Either way. Either way. And we know she's listening and, and we know she wishes she was here. But we've got a really great show coming um, your way for the next hour. Really Really informative, very inspiring, very helpful, especially if you're in um, the industry of creation, creative, whether it be decor, arts and crafts, design, design. you you need to be listening Blogging. to Rookies and Rockstars. If you want to be a part of our show, you really can do so. You can get involved. You can either go on to cliffcentral.com. And post your questions and comments there. Alternatively, join our WeChat group. And you can also give us a call in studio, 0861 Uh It's myself and Jade. How was your week? Uh, it was a good week, um, but hectic. Uh, quite a few of our team on the road, trade shows, mm-hmm. events around the country. Busy, busy, busy. Yeah, yeah, but good, good. Very exciting, very exciting time of the year. It starts to get a bit mental now Yeah, because everyone kind of breaks into Jan and Feb and then they're like, <gasps> we've got a plan. And then they like start doing like all these events and then a lot of them are laughminute.com, which oh, is not helpful, gosh. but it's all very exciting. Yeah, and then this, everybody starts thinking about that budget and how they're going to get all that money and how, oof, you know, before you know it, yeah. it's going to be November, December again. you like, like, ah. Yeah, and it's. I think it's also been a challenging week for the country. Like, mm. we don't. Want, I'm not going to go into it because yeah. I can't cope, and yeah. it actually freaks me out. Yeah, I don't want to be an ostrich either. Mm-hmm. But I just, I just think it's. We just got to try and. We got to be the plat. We rookies and rock stars are got to be the. The show that just fights through the the negativity and yes. just feeds people still with enough inspiration to fight through all the drama going on. Yes. I guess we're just going to shift your focus and yeah. um, let those creative juices f- get get those creative juices flowing here on rookies and rock stars. We do have a competition because uh, Cliff Central is turning one. If your head has been in the ground and you have been like an ostrich, <laughs> then uh, you will know that it's our birthday month in May. I cannot believe it. I still remember listening to the first first live show with with Gareth and the team. And uh, to think that it's almost a year later It's just phenomenal And I'm so proud to be part of it I really am So we've got some uh, um, some cell phones to give away uh, Building up to the birthday That is cliffcentral.com Yeah, so stay tuned Carls will give that info away just now yes. She will let you know how you can win What you need <laughs> to do to win But in the meantime It's obviously a a, quite a nice time for us because this Wednesday of the month, um, we made a little boo-boo last week because the, the, the public holidays have thrown us off. So you're Completely. very, very lucky because mm-hmm. you're going to get a double header of methods and kind of us mm-hmm. speaking to authors and people doing stuff that allows us to expose platforms to you that show you how you can get exposed either in your personal capacity or with your business. Mm-hmm. And where we start today is Decorex have created an extension of their brand, something called the Creative Business Exchange. Now, I obviously mm-hmm. was a bit dr- more drawn to it than maybe others because I love the fact that this is going on in this country. Mm. We were just chatting around 
fighting through the negative clutter. But when you hear about, um, when you hear from the guest that we're going to call um, and to chat to her around what this initiative is, how she got involved, her journey and where she is now as a brand and as a person, I think it will encourage you to, to really, really do whatever you can to seek these platforms, seek ways of getting yourself out there, growing yourself, growing your brand and growing your business. So we are going to, unfortunately, she's Durban based. She's a Derbs girl. Lucky girl. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to be chatting to Nadia van der Mesk. I hope I say that right. You can tell me when you come online, Nadia. <laughs> I hate surnames like that, man. I think you did it. I think you did it. Do you think good. so? Yeah. Okay. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to be chatting to Nadia and she will give you the lowdown of her business, what she does and how she's involved in an upcoming platform where you can go to to get yourself known. So, Nadia, are you there? Yes. Hi, ladies. Hello there, Nadia. How's the weather in Derbs today? I'm going to say it's absolutely beautiful, but that's not to make you jealous. It's just... It what do you mean? Joburg's beautiful, man. <laughs> lies. We're lying. Lies. <laughs> All lies. It's cold. Winter has officially arrived in Joburg. There's some chilly weather here too, but the sun is out today, so that's pretty nice. Awesome. Yeah. All right, now you're going to be the uh, the key speaker, the yes. keynote speaker. So tell us tell us a little bit about the the event that you're going to be talking uh, about this Friday. Okay, the Creative Business Exchange is hosted by Decorex with sponsorship from Caesar Stone, um, who have been absolutely gracious in um, hosting not only the uh, Creative Business Exchange but also allowing this creative platform to be available to creative entrepreneurs, business owners. So it's basically a um, half-day workshop Mm -hmm. that is aimed at educating and assisting creative business owners or entrepreneurs to learn the skills that they um, require to run the best business that they possibly can. We know that within creative entrepreneurship, um, budgets aren't always there to be able to just hire, you know, an entourage of staff. So in many cases, a lot of um, creatives are busy doing their own social media. They are pretty much from the tea lady through to the creative director and everything in between. So the workshop and the Creative Business Exchange is aimed at assisting them and giving them the tools that they need in order to um, run that their successful Mm. business at, at at the level that they are. Okay, where's it taking place? It's taking place at Decorex this Friday, which Mm -hmm. is um, happening in Cape Town. Uh, Bookings are still open. And there's also two lovely speakers that are joining me. Heather Moore from Skinny Limits and Haldine Martin, who are both um, absolutely fantastic, not only creatives, but business minds within the industry. So that'll be at Decorex this Friday in Cape Town. And um, you can get tickets on uh, Quicket. Quickets, I like that. <laughs> nice. So Nadia, just, I mean, we, I just want to backtrack with you because I was just saying to Carly when her and I were offline just prepping, it's, it's so interesting, um, to see your journey as a person. And I think that's really why when, when Kerry had been in touch around, around the concept and, and having this on rookies and rock stars, I, I immediately said yes, only because I think what's really awesome to showcase is, is your journey, not only as a business owner, but how you're still doing 
doing what you love. And so often um, that falls away for people when revenue starts to come in. And yes. I mean, I know I was just saying to Carly now, you did my beautiful little brooches for me at my wedding. That is just so, <laughs> so I was so like, precious. yeah, <laughs> I get to call Nadia on our show. This is amazing. It's but amazing I mean, how the world goes round. Hey? Yeah. Yes, where, where did you, cause, cause you're, you're in quite a, it, it's become a little bit more competitive than maybe it was four or five years ago. I think you've, how, I'm not, how long have you been doing what you do? Um, since 2009. Sure. Um, yeah. I've so we're on, it. this is yeah. on you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. So w- what made you, when you began that journey of doing what you do, cause there's a few different elements that you do. I know you, yes. w- what made you start in that creative niche and mm-hmm. what gave you the courage to make it your own? Um, my story goes back quite um, long in the sense of I started my first creative business when I was 19 um, and I just uh, sort of headed out to study and my dad's fantastic in the sense that he always challenged both my sister and I that he would pay for your studies but you had to kind of um, in some way help so he challenged me to buy my own textbooks which as a 19 year old mm, textbooks are pretty expensive yes they are yeah so working as a waitress I kind of thought this is going to take forever and I need those textbooks so I thought <laughs> I want to get creative and what a better there's no better time to start a business uh, than you know the present at that stage so I started designing accessories and started, I kind of just went out into the world, got in touch with Durban Boutiques at the time uh, and uh, got my first order, which pretty much was, a, it was a paid through a check, which was fantastic. We don't really get checks anymore. And it was pretty much for the exact amount that my textbooks uh, cost. That's incredible. That was my first order and that was um, creating crea- um accessories for small boutiques at the time um, importing wasn't as big as it is now so Mm. there was quite a gap in the market for um, different untrained accessories so that's sort of where it began Um, and from 2009 I relaunched um, a business after being overseas and it sort of had also led me um, in 2006 I started blogging while I lived in London and worked at Burberry's head office what? And I didn't um, know that. Stop it. <laughs> what was that like? You are just too oh. cool. That was amazing. Oh. It was really, it's the, uh, besides working and for myself and having my own business, that is pretty much one of the most inspiring and, um, parts of my journey, just in the sense of being at the forefront of fashion, um, straight from, you know, a designer onto a runway and then t- changing that runway concept into something that can be stocked on shelves. It was really an amazing experience. I also met my husband there, who's also from South Africa. So that was really wonderful in that sense. Um, And, yes, so I started blogging while I lived there in order to share a lot of the fashion experiences and events that I was going to. And blogging has sort of just started taking off, um, not as much in South Africa. So when I returned in 2008, I was still blogging and having then started another creative business at that stage because I just needed to fulfill this um, creative side of my personality, making and designing things. A lot of people started coming to me needing um, assistance with blogging and it developed into what I run today, which is a creative business development for entrepreneurs. 
that's oh, it's it's so you know you know what's so encouraging. I think this is kind of what what I'm trying to what we're trying as a team here to feed into the South African minds, both young and old, up because I think that some people only really ever take. Um, risks later on. I mean, I know the, yes. ge- the guest, um, Shirley Anthony, that we'll speak to later. I know that her stepping aside from corporate came later, whereas yours came, you, you, you know, yours was a lot earlier. What, yes. what would you, in, in your personal capacity as a person, you obviously, I mean, from the time you had to buy your own textbooks, there was obviously a very clear inner drive. But for anybody who is kind of bound by, they know they they know in their heart that what they're producing and making and designing is unbelievable. But what advice could you give to people who are in this creative space who are but bound by the fears of competitors or not making it or people not wanting to buy their stuff or people not liking their content on a blog? What would yes. you say, what would you say? Did anyone help you? What would you say were the kind of triggers that got you to actually just actioning it and going? For me, it was not being able to ignore the need to be creative and in some way to share that with the world. At the point of starting to blog, I didn't quite yet understand the, the concept of blogging in the way that it has you know, opened up doors for people today and is still assisting me with my business. The most important thing is to just begin. That, that is that first step that stops so many people. And once you begin, very, very often, regardless of whether it's slow or faster, there is support that arrives. There are positive things that happen. When I launched my business, it was just a case of actually beginning. And once I took that step out into the world, people were there to buy the product. Uh, There were people who guided me. And uh, even my parents were fantastic, both having their own businesses So I think for anyone that is out there who feels, you know, daunted by the idea of perhaps their own creativity, the idea of competition, just the idea that the world is a competitive place and there are lots of designers and creative minds out there. You are unique. There is no other person like you. So you have something to offer that no one else can. And when that realization, sort of that light bulb moment happens for you, you you can take that step out into the world and just embrace that and be who you are as a creative person and just begin slowly. As much as you can, you know, point out the highlights in anyone's career, in between that there's, there's that hard work and um, sometimes late nights, early mornings, working in a corporate company and running a creative business at the same time. But the main thing is just to be true to yourself and to take that first step. That I think is really something that a lot of people don't realize. You need to begin and that's, that's just the advice that I have for anyone out there. And uh, very wise words there, Nadia. Now, you're lucky. You, you, your, your light bulb went off at such a young age. You were only 19 years old. Uh, and you've spoken a lot about, you know, the in- initial steps to take once you've taken that step. But now yes. let's go to small businesses, um, especially creative businesses who have been going for, you know, a good few years and they're hitting a yes. slump. Um, cause marketing your own brand, your own company is an ongoing process. So what advice would you give them now that they've reached, you know, that plateau and they're not really uh, expanding any further anymore? Okay. I think that 
um, it's often we are in such a rush to do the things that we need to do within our own businesses, whether they established or um, however long they've been going. I think it's sometimes important to just slow down ever so slightly and assess the broader picture of what you are busy doing and creating. Mm-hmm. The advice that I give a major, uh, many of my clients when they're having that sort of slump is to actually go back to the drawing board in the sense of understanding the vision that they have for the business. Okay. Because they've now either achieved a certain level of success or they are at a level where they've kind of um, maybe done what they feel that they set out to do, there's always that next step of goal setting and understanding where you want to drive the business. And that's one of the things that I discuss um, at the Creative Business Exchange. Mm. I talk a lot about looking at the vision for your business, understanding what you want to become known for, because even when you are successful, there are still millions of people out there who haven't yet uh, interacted or connected with your brand. So I think it's very important to just understand where do you want to go next? Because once you know what that plan is, you can take the steps today and, and you know, throughout your creative journey to actually do that. The other thing that's exceptionally important is to understand that social media is not something that lives outside of your business. It's something that's integrated into what you do. It has to be intertwined into your daily work if it's and by that I don't mean you have to be posting on Facebook on the hour every hour not at all it's just a case of not treating it as something on your to-do list that might or might not get done but to rather integrate it into your plan and to use it to communicate what it is that you can offer the world I think a lot of people um, don't get that about social media the basic thing that it comes down to is communication And instead of seeing the word marketing or social media, if you think about communicating about your brand um, and who you are as a company or business and as a creative, suddenly it opens up a whole new level of achievement that you can have as an established business. So I think it's just that concept of understanding that you need to know what your vision is, what you want your brand to stand for, and integrating social media and intertwining it into uh, communication that can really uh, work for your business and share what you do and your wonderful work with the rest of the world. No, it's 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 so it's so important, and I think that it's a great question from Carly because I think this is this is why we're here. I believe that personally and in your business, and even if you're in a job, I think that there's so many people in this country who are bound by these. Mind frames and fears mm. that just keep them there. But I just want to, I just want to extract the, the word creative because I think that's what's so exciting about the platform that DecorX have created for the, for the creatives. Um, I realize that it's obviously the first one that's going on. So that's why they've limited it to Cape Town. But what do you feel about the, the kind of styles and levels of creatives in the three different provinces? Okay. The good news is we also did host the Creative Business Exchange here in Durban. Oh, sorry. Uh, okay, the awesome. Here and uh, with Caesar Stone um, partnering with us for that. Um, that was about a month ago when the Durban Decorex took place. Oh, so that was wonderful. wonderful to be able to offer that uh, locally. And what was the turnout like in Durbs? 
Because I know there's a there's a little group of you now that are taking over that province in terms of creative. <laughs> like there's the new buildings going up. There's it's amazing. There's the commune. There's that new yes. like creative space that that they have there available for for creatives to kind of rent out space. Yes. There's the set, which is also another creative space. How are you finding the growth of creatives in Durban? I'm finding it absolutely fantastic. Uh, since I got back to South Africa in 2008, it has really, really grown and shaped. And if you have a look at the pla- um, a platform like iHeartMarket, uh, run by Anna Savage and her team, mm. it is it has changed um, the environment of creativity in in Durban, not and and in South Africa, I believe as a whole. It is an incredible platform that allows people to launch their business. It's nurturing um, so many creatives. And I, when I came back to South Africa and had a stand at iHeartMarket in 2009, I think I took part in the second iHeartMarket ever. And there was about 10 or 12 of us. Compared to if you have a look at iHeartMarket now, which is hosted at Moses Mabida Stadium on the first Saturday of every month, it's incredible. They are literally just creatives who have something unique to offer. So having platforms like that, having spaces like the Design Factory, where I have my office and where the commune is, they're actually my next-door neighbor. Ah! And the Foundry and Open Plan Studio, spaces like that, all within the Station Drive precinct, which is all from Ganey Road. This is really offering something that we haven't had in the past, and it's bringing creatives together so that we can work towards a common goal of creating not only a Durban that is better and allows people to follow their dreams and their passion, but overall it's allowing South Africans to also understand that we do have something unique to offer to the rest of the world. Our creativity is on par with the rest of the world. And I can openly and honestly say say that having traveled across the world, having spent time in London, going to creative events, we have fantastic talent in Durban, absolutely, big cheerleader for Durban, but in South Africa also. And the Creative Business Exchange is just allowing that information about creativity and how to be successful. It's packaging it up and it's allowing creatives to be able to receive it so that they can build that successful platform for themselves and understand that there are wonderful opportunities. And the challenges that we face are actually part of the things that make us more creative, which I know can be difficult with things like load shedding. But it's a big thing to think about. Because we have to deal with challenges, we are essentially more creative. Um, Speaking of challenges, a lot of people uh, find um, online media or online the approach to media uh, very daunting. They don't know how to go about having a Facebook page or how to yeah. do the Pinterest thing. And, you know, it's very daunting. Now, is there, are there people that you can, like bloggers or people who can help you pro- uh, promote and grow your business for you? I mean, are there outs- outsourcing of these kind of things if you're not too sure yeah. on how it works? The business, my business essentially is focused on that, assisting entrepreneurs, whether it is through teaching, where I give them the skills or tools that they need, or whether it is through me managing it for them. Not everyone has the time or not necessarily the mindset to want to do it. So there are several creative um, concepts that you can. There are social media companies that manage it. What I offer is the is the pack, overall package of assisting with 
all the, the tools that creatives need. And what I essentially do when it's not something that I specialize in, for example, something like tax um, or law-related, I resource ma- matchmake for clients okay. and connect them with the right person to assist them with their problem. Essentially, what the Creative Business Exchange also does is it offers that platform for allowing people to understand how to build their online presence. What I cover is basically how to use the the different online tools. So it really gives them that insight and and really almost backtracks a little bit for us to understand that although social media seems to be this big, scary environment – Uh, As I said uh, a little bit earlier, it's actually just about communication. It's about sharing with the world what you have to offer. And it's free and and it's online. Exactly. And I think that's what people need to understand. Mm. It's a free, essentially a free, in in the majority of cases, Mm. a free tool for you to use. So why not use it? It's it's there for you to make to really allow your business to grow, and you can communicate with people who aren't necessarily in your own city or even in your country. Which, when you think about it, it's wonderful, and we should all be embracing it. At the same time, I think it's important to also understand that you don't have to sign up for every single social media platform. Yeah. And people are often uh, pressurized into that by hearing things like, "Oh, you should be on Twitter," or "You should be on." Um, have a blog, when in actual fact, I don't think it's necessarily about what you should be doing, as opposed to ensuring that you have a very good online presence. And that you do it correctly. Yes, and a space where people can find out the information that they need in order to make a decision about your business. So whether it is buying a product or hiring you, give them a space. And when you realize that instead of signing up for everything from Pinterest to Instagram, Um, And trying to manage them or not manage them, because that's often what happens. We don't actually update a platform because we don't know how to use it. Mm -hmm. Rather sign up for something that you can really have some consistency on and rather use that space effectively than feel pressurized to have, say, 10 social media sites of which you might be communicating on one and you always have it sort of this weight on your shoulders about the work you should be doing but you're not getting around to on social media. Well, uh, Nadia, thank you so, so much. Now, you're, you're the keynote speaker and you're a creative business development specialist. And we thank you so much for your time. Um, if, you. if people want to get hold of you, your Twitter handle is at Nadia V-D-M-E-S-C-H-T. Yes, I'm not even going to try. Meshed. meshed. There we go. Oh, VD I meshed. got it wrong. Close enough. Okay. You did a good job. <laughs> I know it's a difficult one. Yes. But it kind of just—it's my surname, so uh, <laughs> no, you need to use it. It's not—it's not that bad. We—we, I promise, I'll get it right next time. <laughs> Nadia van Amishk. Um, thank you so much. It's such Great. such a privilege for us to have um, you chat with us on Rookies and Rockstars. We wish you all the best. It's always very encouraging. I know for you probably as well to be a part of that Decorix team. They're a lovely Absolutely, bunch of people. Yes. Um, we we do have to go. Unfortunately, we're out Great. of time. But please keep us posted. Send us photos. Send us anything so we. Can update the creatives out there on on you know what they can look forward to at the next um, creative business exchange. So good luck. Spe- Thank you. Speak your heart out and keep doing <laughs> what you're doing. You're inspiring many 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 people. I promise. Thank you, ladies. So are you. So thank you for, for allowing us, you know, to be able to communicate with the rest of South Africa. Thank you for the thank, work you do. Thanks, Nadia. Thanks. Bye. bye. 
All right, earlier on in the hour, I mentioned that we've got a giveaway. Well, it's that time. It's Cliff Central's birthday on the 1st of May. And to celebrate, we're giving away half a million rands worth of smartphones. You can win by just listening out for the question on Cliff Central. Submit your answer on WeChat by tapping con- uh, by tapping connect, then competition on the menu. Okay, so answer on WeChat by tapping connect, then competition on the menu. If you want an upgrade or need a new smartphone, We'll hook you up with a Samsung Galaxy S4. Win with Cliff Central and WeChat for the month of April. Visit cliffcentral.com for details. T's and C's applies. Now, today's question is, which show today will you find a doctor in the studio? Hmm. That's an easy one. Oh, did I have a hint again? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, no. When do you need a doctor? Oh gosh, okay. Okay, so it's, it's very easy. Okay. <laughs> so that's the question I've got for porridge, today. porridge, priggy brain. Give me a break. <laughs> okay, well, I'll give you a little bit of a hint later on. Now we're going to have a bit, a bit of a break and a song. Yeah, a, lick, a little licky. A little licky. Uh, a treffer. Uh, like a treffer here of uh, Rookies <laughs> and Rockstars. And uh, we'll be back in a bit with another beautiful guest. You're the light, you're the night, you're the color of my blood You're the cure, you're the pain, you're the only thing I want to touch The eyes of the world, chained, never to be released But now, it wants to get out Stay tuned to Cliff Central Weekdays to find out how you can unleash the Jeep Renegade. Find hidden codes and videos posted by Jeep SA and you could win Jeep Renegade prizes. As well as become the person to single-handedly unleash the Jeep Renegade upon the shores of South Africa. Are you renegade enough? I'm a renegade, I just hit the ground running. Visit unleashrenegade.co.za to find out. T's and C's apply. Yeah, T's and C's apply. And um, terms and conditions apply if you would like to win that um, Samsung S4 Galaxy. Um, somebody asked if I can ask the question again. Rose, the question is, on which show today will you find a doctor in the studio? Now, if you're an avid <laughs> cliffcentral.com fan, then you should know the answer if you know all the shows that are on today. So send through those answers if you would like to win the cell phone because uh, we're celebrating our first birthday. And speaking of birthdays, my oldest daughter is nine today. Sure. No, Carls. I can't cope. I know. I have a nine year old. She's so cute. Listen. She's the one who cut off her pony and donated yes, it. Hey? Yes, she did. Aww. And, um, I literally, you blink and they're all grown up. So please, please, all mommies to be, Jade <laughs> included, Yay. and those with babies, I promise you, when they say treasure every moment, they mean it. It flies by. Like by the speed of light, it literally it goes so fast. But back to today's show on Rookies and Rockstars. We're talking about getting those creative juices flowing, how to market, promote, um, establish your small business and just just put it on the map, you know? Yeah, and I think also one of the most important aspects of gaining knowledge is by reading. And one of the things that we're really encouraged by in this country are the authors that we have. And so when we were when I was put in touch with this author and seeing her book and, and how it was written and all those kinds of things, it really was quite an exciting topic. So we welcome um, Shirley. Is it Anthony or Anthony? 
Funnily enough, my dad says Anthony, but I say Anthony. Oh, <laughs> so welcome to to Shirley Anthony. I mm-hmm. I was very privileged to have been um, connected to her via a, a very well established businessman and becoming close a friend, um, Brad Porter. So thanks for for connecting us, Brad. This is such a privilege for us to have this kind of you know caliber of author in our in our studios with us. And I think surely you know what's what's really important for us and and what we're trying. Trying to communicate to South Africans out there is how you get to the point of a book. And so I'm sure your journey is just as interesting as what the process was of a book. But let's, right. let's chat about Shirley and, and where you were and then how you got to the point of the book. Okay. Well, I've got a different story versus Nadia because I think that you mentioned, Jade, that I didn't go out there and sort of start my own business immediately. I went to Rhodes University. And afterwards, I joined the corporate world. And I was in the corporate world for 13 years. But for me, it was quite important. I worked for a number of multinationals, Cheeseborough Pines, Beecham, and then finally Permark, which became Procter & Gamble when they came back into the country. And if you're not familiar with the names, I'm sure you're familiar with the brands, brands like Pons facial skin care range, mm-hmm. oil of Olay, TCP, MedLemon, etc. So those years were really important for me because I learned the principles of branding and I really enjoyed myself as well, you know, working on new product launches, working on line extensions, liaising with advertising agencies, doing briefs, etc. And for me, that was important. I think that I have a certain amount of fear and I've learned, hopefully, to channel that fear into action. And I needed those corporate years to to garner that experience. Mm. And I know, as I say, I was a marketing person. I started off really as a, a product manager and then finished off as a director of marketing eventually. And I suppose that when I started my business, I should have been one of those people who had a marketing plan as a marketing person. But I can quite honestly say I fell into my business literally and figuratively Mm. because I'd been working on Oil of Olay and Clearasil for about five and a half years. And I had got to the point, I think you referred to it earlier on, where I sort of thought to myself, what now? Mm. Okay. What are the and next steps? What yeah. are the next steps? And also the per market at that stage, we'd, you know, PNG hadn't come back into the country and we'd been a really mean and lean operation. And once Mandela was released, PNG made noises about coming back and we were going to become a real corporate again. And I wasn't sure that I wanted that again after working for, as I say, a lean and mean permark. Mm. And what happened was I actually fell off my bicycle. Okay. I froze a shoulder. I broke a wrist and obviously I had to take some time off. And in taking that time off. Oh, you mean you actually off, fell off your bicycle? I did. I thought indeed. you were using an expression. <laughs> No, I did. I did. Wow. Just I'm, outside the Indaba Hotel. I'm yeah. sorry for laughing, but she's Carly, that's and, uh, and I had a car, literally. You hear the wheels by, coming off, but I mean, <laughs> figuratively. A poor foreigner literally oh, stop about a foot away or a meter, half a meter away from my helmeted head. So oh, I think that was quite a crash landing, mm. literally. And it made me sort of like think about things. Mm. And I thought to myself, well, you know, is being in my own business something that I'd like to try? Mm. And I, I left 
Permark, and I was very, very nervous. But one thing I'll say is that when I get nervous, it sort of galvanizes me into action, and I managed to Nerves get... Nerves are good, right? They are. They are. They, they know are. It's a new challenge, and it's something that you must do. That's right. I mean, the nerves are only there for the beginning, so you might as well enjoy those those butterflies that and untrodden waters, to exactly. say the least. Yeah. Exactly. And I, I found that I got a, some modules to write for the Get Ahead Foundation at the time and an ex-promotional agency that I'd worked with. Mm. They wanted a, a certain promotion done, which I implemented. And within the first three months, I was earning more per month than I had as a salaried, as a salaried person. Mm. Now you're probably going to say Eureka and she goes from strength to strength, but she didn't do that mm. because she let her fear entice her back into the corporate world Again, and <laughs> a position that I'd been approached about six months before I'd left Permark came up again. They wanted a director of marketing. I went in. My previous MD warned me that the culture fit probably wasn't right, but I thought, no, I'm going to do this. I need the safety of the corporate world, and off I went, only to find that the culture fit for probably the company that I was newly working for and myself was totally a non-fit and with the result that that lasted for three months but the one good thing it did for me was that I realized that the second time around in my own business there was no running back to the safety of the so-called or the so-called safety of the corporate world so I had to make it work which was really excellent and You know, for me, when you go out there, I think the first thing you've got to do is make all your acquaintances, your business acquaintances, your friends available of what you're offering. And in my case, I was offering marketing planning, communication. And I was lucky because I started off and the first big job I got was in the cellular industry. That was back in 94. It had just, you know, started in South Africa. It was the birth. And I got a project with one of the big four banks and it went from there. And Literally today, I've done 85 projects and I've worked in 24 industries. And I can really thank the corporate experience I had for teaching me the ground rules of branding, which can be applied no matter the industry that you're in. So those are the years I've had. And once again, about a year and a half ago or so, I got to the stage where I thought, gee, you know what? I've been doing this for a long time. It's It's been great. It's been really beneficial. But how do I introduce an element of newness mm. into my business again? And that's when the idea of writing a book came up. So that that's where I found myself. And, and I went ahead and I wrote, wrote it over the last couple of months. And it was launched on the 26th of March. And I'm pleased to say that I've sold just over 600 copies at the moment, which is is really great. And it's titled The New Entrepreneur. It's called The New Entrepreneur. And is it found at all leading bookstores? Well, no, I've I've done it differently. Mm -hmm. I hope, obviously, in time to get into bookstores. Mm -hmm. But I'm offering it, I'm selling it via my website at the moment, www.marbreak.co.za. Fantastic. We'll give that address a little bit later on. Now, um, you, you said that you, you, you saw or you felt the need to do something new. Yes. A lot of marketing courses and a lot of jobs, if you're in the marketing or communications or corporate field, they're now adding the whole 
um, digital media as a prerequisite. It's something new as well. And a lot of courses are now offering it as an extra module or uh, extra semester. But how important is digital media? Look, I think that it's very important. Mm. And I must say, I had to update my skills. Mm. So what I did about 13 or 14 months ago was I did the Quirk course, the digital okay. marketing course with Quirk. And okay. I really found it excellent in mm. giving me an overview into the industry. I think that that course now mm. is actually offered by the Red and Yellow School. And in fact, in my book, I've got a chapter called Digital Marketing and Your Business, yeah. just investigating what you can do for free in terms of using digital media. Mm. And I agree with Nadia, don't try and do too many things because you've actually got to to man those sort of social media platforms that you're mm. on. But make sure, you know, for example, if you start with a website, sit down and before you even get someone to do the creative, say to yourself, well, what are the objectives that I want to achieve okay. online? So mm. if you've got a business, you know, make up your mind, do you want 20% of your sales to actually start coming from online and then break it down into tangibles. You know, I know I did some pro bono work just over a year ago for one of the rhino saving organizations and we looked at the revamping of their website and we said, what are their objectives? They want to maybe pick up 500 extra people a month who are donating via the site. So actually put your objectives into tangible yeah. numbers. Okay, so what are your objectives? Do you aim to increase your sales or is it purely for ad- advertorial purposes or is it, you know, to showcase your latest ranges, say yes. it is, you know, uh, for a arts and crafts business or, you yeah. know. Um, so, yeah, you've, de- you've definitely got to streamline it and, and point out specifically what it is you want to achieve with your, say, your yes. website or... Uh, your Facebook page or whatever and, it is. And put numbers to it because, okay. you know, digital really, you know, can be analyzed via numbers. Mm-hmm. So if you've got numbers to it and you've said, I would like 500 people a month to come and visit my site, you can actually via web an- analytics mm-hmm. at the end of the month then see exactly how many people have mm-hmm. visited your site and what they're doing on your site. You know, is there a problem with your homepage that they literally look at the homepage and they bounce straight off it, then you know that you've got to make changes Mm. to your homepage in order for them to explore more of your pages or actually, you know, go and fulfill your call to action on your website. Okay. Yeah, one of the things that I I, I was mentioning to you before we came on air was – it's quite encouraging to see two of our guests who've actually been here with us, um, two in, in their field, probably leading and experts. One is Jenna Clifford and the other is Reg Lascaris. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's, it's quite interesting how, what, what Reg says at, you know, at the end of his, what do you call these things? Testimonials. 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 Yeah. Testimonials. The, the back of the um, book. I saw Reg that. Yeah. And he says, um, and the and and the engaging anecdotes from successful entrepreneurs, and I think that's what you've balanced really nicely. I mean, I haven't read the book from front to end yet, but um, what what was the idea behind going to those entrepreneurs? Obviously, you've, you're very privileged to have had almost icons, because when Jenna came in here, we, we all couldn't believe the energy she still radiates. I mean, it's as though she's just started designing. She's incredible. And it, no, it's, she really un, it's is. unreal. And yeah. then. Obviously, with Reg's book, um, it was also quite interesting to hear his story around that. What made you 
decide on approaching them and how did you choose who them was going to be? Well, do you know what? I've worked with an innovative overseas publisher called Black Hard Books, and they actually encouraged me to do, well, at first they said do over 100 interviews. I thought that was a bit much, but I managed 50 interviews. And they also had a very innovative way of, of approaching people for the interviews because they encouraged me to ask people you know, to contribute their expertise and to literally only ask them for 20 minutes of their time. And a lot of the interviews I did either over the phone and many of them via Skype. Now, there's not too many people, if you think about it, who if they're asked to give expert input and they've only got to give 20 minutes of their time, who are going to say no. And quite frankly, I would reckon of, say, the 55 interviewees that I approached, probably about three or four people said no. So hmm. I, as I say, That's I can actually, hey? it's, it is. So I can actually thank a very, a very innovative publisher mm. as a result mm. of that, you know. Great. And yeah. yeah, carry on. And as I say, you just, you know, they were people who I'd, I'd read about, I'd heard about and who therefore, and some of them I'd actually worked with. Say, for example, Andy Rice, I did a project for him. At, at Ned Bank, for example. So that's how I drew up my list. And also, although I've got some well-known business people, little anecdotes and quotes from them, there's also a large number of interviewees who have done very well in their businesses, but they're under the radar. And it was an opportunity to hear from those people as well, which I think is important. Absolutely. And I think this is what we, we often chat about here. It's getting to the stage of actually doing. And that's what Nadia, Nadia had said is just begin. And also we had Suzanne Haynes here with us before. And she just said, ba- what did she say? Baby steps, solid steps. Something like that. Yeah. So just, I think that's where people, they see the mountain and they envisage yeah. that they've got to be on that top peak in the next 15 minutes. And, and it's just too daunting to it's, even, it's start. not, yeah, it's not how it goes, you mm, know? And yeah. so if you listen to your story now and how you've got to the place of writing this book, I think that's what we're trying to highlight to people that it's not always this massive, massive challenge that you can't achieve. S- sit down, decide what you want to do. Plan it and then just start. Yes. I think Nike termed it right. Just do it. Yes. Just do it. Yes. Take that first step. Take yeah. it, even if it is picking up the phone and asking somebody for advice or, or help. help yeah. or, and then doing that first small step and eventually one day you will achieve the bigger picture. But even when you have achieved it, like with yourself, Shirley, you can still sit back and go, but is this really what I want to be doing right now? And you can even change your course Many years to come and, and do something completely different. Yeah. We're not, we, we don't need to be typecast and put into a little box and say, you will be in the corporate world until you retire. You can actually change your, your field and your perspective on life if you're not 100% satisfied or happy with what you've achieved mm. so far. Yes. And I think that, you know what? I think that for a period of time doing what we do, we are happy doing that, but that's just the nature of people. We evolve. That we evolve. Mm. We do evolve. And probably it's a good thing because I can tell you that those five and a half years that I had at Permark, probably for the first four years, there was nothing more than I wanted to do than market mm. oil of ole, introduce new products, you know, create great advertising with the help of the advertising agency, etc. Mm. But you're right. 
are then evolved and you need to, that's progress, I suppose, and mm. you need to sort of take the steps. And what you've said about taking the small steps, I think that whatever your, the big, big task is, you can chunk it into little tasks. Mm. You know, as I say, when the publisher said to me, do a hundred interviews, I said, Gosh, these people are crazy. (laughs) And eventually I did 50, but I chunked it down. What I would do is I would do two interview approaches a day. And then eventually when I did the interviews, I would do two interviews a day. And I try and sort of do them close to the beginning of the day so I could tick it off my list, Mm -hmm. you know. And then it's done. Absolutely. Shirley, what an absolute treat for us. Thank you for joining us. We're, it's, people always say we can't believe how the time flies. It really does. Mm, no, it does. Um, we, we are privileged to have had you in studio and to understand the thoughts and, and the motivation behind your book. Well done. It's not easy writing a book. A, a lot of Thank people, you. I'm sure, have got so many unwritten books in their attics. Um, so it really is such, just an incredible thing that you've achieved. We will, um, if anyone asks, we will put it on our Rookies and Rockstars Twitter handle where mm-hmm. you can purchase it on Shirley's website. We'll give you that information. You can buy it all online there. Thanks again to uh, Mr. Porter who has connected us. I do believe that that's why South Africans will one day be a, a family because we, we, we're not afraid to kind of embrace and help each other exactly. move forward. Yeah. So thanks so much. Um, do we have, uh, are we, Repeating the question one last time. Or? We can, we can. Uh, we're giving it the, the wa- giving away the phone a little bit later on. You have to send through your answer to uh, WeChat by tapping on Connect, then Competition on the menu. We're giving away Samsung Galaxy S4 the entire month of uh, April to the value of one and a half million rands. That's a lot of cell phones. So there are terms and conditions that apply, but please, please go and win yourself that phone for today. the The question is, which show today will you find a doctor in? the studio hint hint I'm I'm feeling very healthy today (laughs) there we go well that's it from rookies and rock stars this week with myself and Jade we hope that you've um, gained a little bit of inspiration whether it's just one little helpful thought motivation to make you achieve your goals absolutely and happy what's your oldest daughter's name Indiana oh and happy birthday to Indiana (laughs) happy ninth birthday Indiana your mommy loves you (laughs) see the moon (laughs) so we will be back next Wednesday 10 to 11 don't miss out and we will tweet from rookies at rock stars with what the podcast where you can find it from this week bye bye rookies and rock stars cliffcentral.com